0: Hi everyone, welcome to another Biblical Learning Podcast. Today's podcast will be about the prophet Isaiah, and his calling, his message to the people from God, and what we can learn from him. If you're wondering who Isaiah is, he's the 8th century BC Israelite prophet. He's one of the most fascinating men in the Bible, but also one of the most mysterious. His writings are cited more than any other Hebrew text in the New Testament, and he continues to be among the most influential beings to Christians everywhere, even in modern society. We'll first cover the background information of Isaiah. Isaiah is believed to have lived about 700 years before Jesus, and Jews claim that he was from a royal family, and was believed to have indulged in the act of prophesying for 44 years of his life. He immensely believed in the power of God and said that the world belongs to the Almighty. God revealed himself to Isaiah in a manner few have experienced. What happened in Isaiah's vision was he was taken into the Lord's heavenly temple, the prophet saw the creator seated on his throne. The prophet could only describe the train of his rope, not his face. Seraphim, fiery ones, surround the divine throne, hovering and singing praise to the Lord, proclaiming his glorious holiness. Isaiah recognized that it is dangerous for him, a mere human being, to see this electrifying sight. One of the seraphs uses a burning coal to purify Isaiah, who then hears Yahweh asking for a representative to send to Judah. Significantly, Isaiah volunteers, the only prophet in the Bible ever to offer himself willingly. Now, although Isaiah could not explain the fullness of what he saw, we know who the prophet met when he was called to the ministry. Interestingly, in John 12, 36b 43, the apostle comments that Jesus' ministry fulfills Isaiah 6, 9 10, and that the prophet had actually seen the pre incarnate Christ in his vision. Isaiah met the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God himself. We are now going to move on and talk about how God used Isaiah to display his message to the people. Isaiah was commissioned to give voice to the divine word. It was no light undertaking. He was to condemn his own people and watch the nation crumble and perish. As he tells it, he was only too aware that coming with such a a message, he would experience bitter opposition willful disbelief and ridicule to withstand which he would have to be inwardly fortified. All this came to him in the form of a vision and ended as a sudden, firm, and lifelong resolve. Isaiah knew and honored the ancient tradition called the law, which was Israel was to be God's people and he their God. He was painfully sensitive to the rottenness of his society. Isaiah foresaw its consequent collapse, but he also knew and offered an alternative to tragedy. His people's survival depended on their acceptance again of the ancient moral demands. By returning, they might be saved. To obtain the return was his program. Or differently and more properly stated, because he spoke for God and of God, his goal was to redirect his people into the ways acceptable to God, whom by their conduct they had alienated, and so to save them from catastrophe. He screamed dread warnings and pleaded for amendment. He gave way to despair only because his program had no success. His people seemed to him bent on self-destruction. That was the sickening course of their destiny as he saw it unfolding. Isaiah prophesied the coming of the Messiah Jesus Christ also. He was the prophet who proclaimed, Now it is a virgin who shall conceive and bear a son. The promise of a more than ordinary king, a Messiah, was enticing. Because Isaiah prophesied this, he was called the evangelical prophet. According to the New Testament accounts, when Jesus entered a synagogue in Nazareth and got up to read, they handed him a scroll of Isaiah. He read the beginning of chapter 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. And he said, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled. Now, for a quick advertisement. Compared to a few years ago, the new Duracell now lasts up to 20% longer. Now back to the cola Isaiah is such an inspirational and important person, and we can learn so, so much from him. He draws a portrait of God's house as a place of instruction and justice, a place of wisdom raised above the hills to which all the nations stream, a place of peace in which weapons are transmuted into farming tools. Isaiah reminds us that we are called to be better and to do better than our course and culture would have us be and do. Isaiah calls us to lift our eyes from their downward fixation on the mire and muck beneath our feet, and to train them upwards towards that shining city on the hill. He suggests that we do not give in our basest instincts, but strive to attain the heights of kindness, civility, and forbearance. Through his prophet, God calls us to him, urging us to make the twisting and laborious ascent to where he dwells in wisdom, holiness, and love. A passage we should be familiar with from Isaiah is, I trust you to save me, Lord God, and I won't be afraid. My power and my strength come from you, and you have saved me. This reminds us that not only does God have power and strength, but he graciously uses it to save us, us. We have nothing to fear when we know God is our power and our strength. Despite fearing that we cannot sustain ourselves, we can find comfort knowing that we do not have to sustain ourselves because God will uphold us in all circumstances. In addition to its gospel message, the book of Isaiah clearly articulates the sins of God's people, dealing with others unjustly, which resulted in their offering hypocritical sacrifices to God. Do you see anything in your own life? that might fall under Isaiah's critique of injustice? Treating family, colleagues, or even strangers with unkindness or even disdain. Isaiah's message is also a call for believers to come back to purity in our love for God and for our neighbors. Do we have the courage to step out of the lowlands and climb upward in faith and trust to the mountain of the Lord's house? Take a few minutes to pause this podcast and ponder this. And so that concludes another episode of Biblical Learning. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of our podcast. Next episode, we will cover another prophet. Stay tuned to find out which prophet we will be talking about. See you guys next time.